What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grandi. Welcome into the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast and live stream. It is Monday, James. We have 11 games on the main slate. Uh, opening day weekend has come and gone. We're down at the back end of the starting rotations for a lot of these teams. You mentioned as we right before we jumped on, uh, you hate pitching for today. Uh, we do have plenty of games, which means there are plenty of pitchers to kind of weave our way through. But you know, we're not looking at any aces here, right? Nesta Cortez, Charlie Morton, John Gray. Your top price uh, pitchers on the slate. Jose Barrios up above 9K. So uh, between matchups and just overall expected talent at pitching today, uh, you don't feel great about some of these options. No, I mean, there's like obviously some guys we're going to look at, especially in the mid-tier, but there's nothing that really stands out um, up, up at the top of the price uh, pricing range. But like that means more to spend on bats right especially on 11 game slate like we're gonna have plenty of bats that we like plenty of stacks that we like they're gonna be expensive so um it's not all bad like if this was a five game slate and there was no good pitching then it would be like very frustrating but 22 22 starters on the mound we're gonna be able to carve out a few um and speaking of that there are some like vegas totals that are worth noting and uh first time we've seen really run totals get up like into the eights uh boston pittsburgh slate high nine over under um toronto kc is eight and a half i get open eight and a half it's at eight now most places uh atlanta st louis opened at eight now it's eight and a half across the industry i see some places eight but most places eight and a half um and then a bunch of eights like there's only one two games under an eight over under uh and dodgers colorado eight and a half too so a lot of expected runs here and like you just let off with that's primarily because we're at the back end of some team rotations yep all right let's look at these top guys we'll go we'll go nine can above here you have barrios gray morton and cortez um if you had to rank them in uh, one to four you know what what's the order that you're looking to to expose yourself <laughs> to these pitchers um i guess because you're requiring me to do so um, Nestor probably won, but it's like a scary proposition, obviously, because Trey Young, uh, Trey Young, oh, John, Trey Terry? basketball podcast for, for so long. And now we have another, another Trey in, in the mix. Trey Turner, um, atop that lineup just adds depth to Philadelphia. Um, I, Baltimore's offense looks scary. And obviously, you know, the Red Sox didn't throw out the best. I was going to say, is it the Baltimore offense rotation? or was it the Red Sox um, I think it's a mixture of both. I don't know what version of Jose Barrios we're going to get. At times, we got good Jose Barrios last year. Most of the time, we got horrible Jose Barrios. Um, but, like, 2021 was a very good year for him, and it obviously got him the big contract with Toronto. So, like, what version are we going to get? I like that matchup a little bit more than like Nestor or Morton or gray. Um, I guess Nestor would be one. I'm just about to look at who's like the biggest favorite here. Right? Like Nestor's minus 180. Right. Barrios minus 125. Morton minus 140. John Gray 130. So they're all favorited. I would say Nestor one, Barrios two, Morton three gray four, but like I'm not 
I, I just don't even find myself getting too much of this tier. Yeah, that's fine. Listen, and that's okay, right? I, I know that sometimes, you know, we don't always necessarily need to go to those top price guys. So you mentioned you like some mid-tier plays. Um, the one name that sits out to me sort of in this mid-tier range is Hunter Brown, right? Top yep. pitching prospect at home. He gets Detroit. Good win equity in that matchup there. Lefty going on the mound for Houston, uh, for Detroit and Matthew Boyd. Um, I think Hunter Brown will probably be a pretty popular play today. Yeah, I think he should be too. Um, he's the biggest favorite on the board. Minus 240, that's ballooned. It opened at minus 215. It's minus 240. Uh, I see 225. Anywhere from minus 225 to 240 across all platforms. Um, biggest biggest favorite of the day. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's massive upside. We, the the thing we talked about a lot last year, John, with the Tigers is that they really exclusively hit lefty pitching. They did not hit righty pitching at all last year. They were dead last in OPS. They were dead last in WOBA. They were dead last in ISO. And what did they do to really change that? Like, Austin Meadows is healthy. That's their difference, right? Like, that's yeah. Matt Veerling, that's... You know who hits lefties? We saw we played him when he was on Philly last year. They didn't do anything to really bolster that lineup um, against right-handed pitching. So, yeah, I think we're going right back to what with Hunter Brown. Obviously, I think George Kirby is going to get some love. Just I, I know the Angels, you know, are can be potent. I don't know if they will be. Drew Rasmussen was a very good starter for Tampa Bay last year. Two seven ERA. Not a big strikeout arm, 123 strikeouts, 144 innings. But uh, Washington, although they got to our guy yesterday, another bottom 10 offense against right-handed pitching last year, and things are looking worse this year. Um, so I like Rasmussen. I could get to Plesak, another plus matchup, although Plesak is very up and down at times. Uh, he was 3-12 and last year. We're talking about a team – in the athletics that I, I think many project as the worst team in baseball, if not, they're right there with Washington. Um, and we would talk about Detroit. I mean, Oakland was 29th across the league in yeah. almost every statistical category against right. I mean, they're pitching, not looking so. like they're going to be pretty good this year. either. No, so. no. Um, so, uh, I mean, Rasmussen, Kirby, Brown, and Plesak for me all, all pretty good options. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Kirby, obviously, I, I worry just given, you know, there are the bats that are in that Angels lineup that, you know, can do damage by themselves, right? It just takes you know, one guy. Well, we've seen Otani homer in games where he's pitched and it hasn't mattered. True. Not that Otani's pitching today, but, like, true. Uh, true, true. I mean, him and Trout could both hit solo home runs, and if that's the only damage, then we're okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, any value, value guys down here? Um None really stick out to me. Obviously, uh, we we play. I feel like we pitched Weathers a little bit, but a couple years ago. But last year, obviously, he was absolute trash uh, in his one start there. Yeah, I mean, um, he didn't. I mean, that's a bad sample because yeah. he only pitched one. So. Yeah, two. But two years ago, I feel like we pitched Weathers a little bit. Um, Carter Crawford had a really good stretch. For, I think he pitched really well in the month of August for Boston last year, and then his last couple starts fell apart. Uh, when he gets to Pittsburgh, would you would you dump any of these guys down here for a pure punt play? Um, I feel like if I were to punt anyone, it would be Michael Grove, who is yeah. one of the bigger favorites at home, uh, cheapest on the board. I don't love the Crawford. I don't love that 
game environment for pitching all that much. Okay. I feel like there's going to be good offense. Crawford is a minus 160 favorite kind of across the industry. So, like, you know, take that into consideration. Michael Grove is the second biggest favorite on the board, minus 225. Um, and that could also be because the Dodgers get Ryan Feltner and we just saw right. a whole bunch of home runs hit over the weekend by the Dodgers, including three from Clay Thompson's brother yeah. <laughs> uh, in one game. So, like, I would probably lean Grove as my top value arm. Um, Crawford minus 160 is pretty good. Um, but that's, right. you know. Yeah, that's, that's fine. It. Let's go to catcher. Uh, Allie Rutschman's been that guy since uh, the, since the season started. Um, we don't often pay up for pitchers, but we got Rutschman, Will Smith here. Um, both of those guys up over 5K. Uh, we mentioned if we're going in the mid-tier for pitching today, we do actually have salary to spend up for hit, for a catcher if we wanted to. Um, obviously, there are some pretty strong mid-tier options on this slate as well, but do Rutschman or Will Smith appeal to you here? Um, Yeah, both of them do. For sure. Um, I can't wait for DraftKings to update their stats to this year, not last year. But you know, that's yeah, I was I was pulling up. Um, I already I have Fanduel up just for that. Uh, well, I just Smith, instinctively pull up like their their player page, to, like show what they've done, and like it doesn't show anything. So, this like, is always DraftKings though. They always yeah. like keep last year's baseball stats. Will Smith has five RBIs in three games. He's been on base seven times. Um, two runs, a home run, like. Definitely okay getting there. Rutschman, similar numbers, hitting 400. Everything was on opening day. Uh, He reached base, I think, the first seven times he hit and then hasn't in the last nine. So it's been a tale of uh, streaks for Adley Rutschman. So I'm okay getting to either or both. Um, You know, if you play in FanDuel, like if you want to, for whatever reason, use two catchers. These are the two guys. These are the two guys to use. So I, I'd be okay with getting to both of them. I'd also be okay getting to either KC catcher, just given Barrios struggles last year, mostly with lefties. Um, but I'd be okay getting to both those guys as well. Um, they still have Gabriel Moreno priced at twenty five hundred. He's got a lefty here in Metwin Weather. So like it feels like that's the the catcher spot today. But any other mid tier guys that you're looking at? Yeah, both Atlanta guys as well, um, both priced under 4K. Uh, Mitch Garver had a two-home run game the other day. Kyle Bradish is on the mound. I'm perfectly fine getting to Mitch Garver, who is, like, definitely offense first yeah. uh, when you when you think of Mitch Garver. I mean, he was really good before the injury. Yeah, I was going to say, last and, year he was, like, looking really good before that injury. Yep. So And Bradish, Kyle Bradish, very susceptible to righties, reverse splits guy. Um, 280 average allowed, 800 OPS, 350 Woba to right-handed bats. So okay. um, I like the split here for Garver. I think that could be interesting. The Braves guys I mentioned. Um, but, yeah, if if we're not looking in the mid-tier and we're looking for punts, it's Moreno, it's Cal Rally. I, I think Reed Detmers is not a bad pitcher, but we do get the righty-lefty split. Yeah. Um, yeah, the one thing with Rally we talked about, all the power comes against right-handed pitching. Um, yep. You only had like four home runs versus lefties. So, um, but yeah, I, I think Marino's probably a guy I'm going to throw into my lineup here. Help me spend double spend up on those top outfielders. But we'll uh, we'll continue to build. Uh, first base position. Uh, Otani obviously is sixty three hundred dollars. Why they list him as a first baseman, I'll never understand. Uh, but they do. So sixty three hundred dollars for Otani. 
Uh, Freeman, 57. Morton, 53. CJ Crone, 5,200. Vladdy at 51. Uh, your top five priced first baseman. Uh, if you're just looking at this position as a whole, which matchups are you looking to target? Uh, I mean, Freeman against Feltner stands out the most. Uh, I think he'll garner a ton of ownership at this price. Same with Matt Olson at 49. Like, I think those two are where everyone's going to just look at. Um, Otani versus Kirby. I expect more people to use Kirby. Um, Otani hit his first home run yesterday. So, like, you or Saturday, I forget which day, you could play Otani if you want. You could play, you could play any of these guys. I just yeah. think um, Singer has uh high upside in terms of strikeouts and i know toronto's look good so far but i mainly have interest in freeman or Madelson in their two matchups okay yeah i, I don't mind that uh, at all there uh mid-tier guys um you know you have nate Lowe versus pradish uh, like we talked about jose abreu gets boyd at forty two hundred dollars i know abreu uh you know I, I think he's off to a little bit of a slow start there so uh, but still, Houston lineup, middle of the lineup, good matchup versus lefty for him there. Uh, I think that those are two guys in the mid-tier that I'd be taking a little peek at. I don't mind Rizzo at 46 either. Um, a Brave hitting 375 through there four games. Uh, has back-to-back multi-hit games, hitting all four, just no – they're all singles. So Maybe that's what six. it is. Maybe that's what I remember. I, I remember reading something about no no uh, power production. So Six hits – and a walk, so he's been on base a lot, just no power. That's what it um, is. I have him on a couple of fantasy teams, so that's a positive. But yeah, 4,200 for Abreu against Boyd, like, like, lock me in. Yeah, still hitting in the middle of the lineup. Gotta love that. Um, I agree on the Nate Lowe front. Um, also, like, I don't hate Mountcastle, just power, strictly power upside. Getting him out of his home ballpark generally helps. Yeah, uh, and he's been off to a good start. Already has homered, has a hit in all three games um, in that Boston series. So uh, I like those three. Um, Yandy, nope. I mean, just I think the matchup is good, but I'm not paying 4500 for Yandy Diaz when I can instead pay for Nate Lowe. Pascotino is interesting against Berrios. If we want to stack against Berrios, Pascotino, I mean, the, the – the bat profile is insane on this guy. And that's why he was like so highly coveted coming into the year. I know he's been bad to start um, just one hit in his first 10 at bats, but um, I'm perfectly fine getting there. What, what was the Berrios splits last year? Berrios was worse against lefties, significantly worse against lefties. Yeah, remember there was, there was like that, uh, there was that, he was like tipping his pitches or something like that for a yep. little bit, and then he straightened it out, but then he went right back to whatever the hell he was doing <laughs> wrong. So, 860 OPS, 373 Woba for left handed bats against not, uh, not great, not great. Um, Turner's still hitting in the middle of the Red Sox lineup, so you know, take that for however you, you want. Uh, you got Christian Walker here also. Uh, going up against uh, left-handed pitching, uh, Walker already on the year six of fourteen with a homer. Um, you know, so getting off to a nice little hot start there for him. Last year, you remember he was just snake bit. His bat bit was so yep. bad, um, but everything else was like this dude's been a monster. Yeah, um, starting off hot. Yeah, and he specifically mashed lefties last year. Let's pull this up. Uh, 361 Woba against left-handed pitching last yeah. year. So um, I can – I'm definitely interested. I, I, I'm wondering how this lineup plays out because they probably are going to do that opening day lineup with, like, Carroll and McCarthy at the – like, near the end of the lineup. Yeah. 
Which kind of stinks. They did move then... Carroll to fifth when the righty was on the mound, so that's encouraging. Um, we got a lefty on the mound, though. We're back got... to having a lefty on the mound. I know, I know. So. Yeah, but McCarthy, uh, McCarthy stayed down at the bottom of the line. Yeah, so. yeah it's going to be it's gonna be an interesting um, Diamondbacks lineup. Probably going to see Kyle Lewis lead off. Probably going to see Lourdes Gurriel hit third and Marte hit second. But, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely have some interest in some Diamondbacks, and that includes uh, Christian Walker. 3800 is a good price for him. It is a good price point. I agree with you. Are you um are you completely fading? Um, what was it? Any any other matchups down here? Anybody that you're looking at for value? I mean, um, you know, just some names. You know, Cass is at twenty six hundred dollars off to a pretty slow start. He did get a hit in a pinch hit situation yesterday, so maybe that's the hit he needed. But like any other values down here? Because we found a lot of good mid tier plays. So um, anything for you for like bin price? Um, I mean, I like Josh Naylor at 3,500. Okay. James Caprillion is a can. So I don't know what happened to him, but he went to Oakland and just fell off right. the face of the earth. So, well, when you're uh, on a bad I, team, your motivation probably isn't there all the time. That's true. Um, yeah, but maybe keeping yourself in the major leagues could be a good <laughs> yeah, motivation. Yeah. Uh, I don't hate G-Man Choi hitting in the middle of a Pittsburgh lineup um, when – He's in the lineup, but he gets a righty, so there's no reason to think he's not hitting. Does Matt Carpenter crack a lineup today? Maybe. Um, I just don't like San Diego. I said this to you. Like, yeah, you think they're bad, right? Until I don't think they're like the top of their lineup is obviously good, right? Like Xander Machado, Cronenworth. Like it's that's a good. Top of Soto, like that's a yeah. good top of your lineup, but like they're relying on who the rest of their lineup. They're relying on like Austin Nola, who yeah. was subpar last year. Uh, Hasiung Kim was, eh, you know, um, they don't know, like they're top heavy, is what you're saying. Yeah, I think they're top heavy. So, like, yeah, if you want to go to Matt Carpenter, he's played. Two of the three or three of the four games they've played, um, he's been in the lineup for two two of them, and one's been a pinch hit. So, you know, he had a good game on the first two for three with a double and two RBIs. So, like, yep. sure, he might crack the lineup, but um, if you want to go there, it's fine. Game Cassis. stacks. Game stacks. That's what we're looking at. Yeah, yeah, he fits best in game stacks. And I, I don't think there's anything else. I, I agree. It's probably just Cassis if you're okay. down here in this range. Uh, second base position, you got Simeon all the way at the top at 5K, you Gliber, Albies, Cronenworth. Um, I'm not in love really with anybody here. Um, Simeon, this is expensive. I know what he brings to the table, but I don't ever find myself stacking Texas. Um, and maybe that maybe this is a spot. He's off to a pretty good start, 5 of 14 with a homer and a stolen base. But 5K, man, it's just that's a tough price for me to, to wrap my head around with him. I mean, I think – I'm not saying he's not viable. It's just like, you know, unless I'm stacking Texas, I don't find playing Simeon as a one-off where I'm generally going, you know? Yeah, I'm definitely used to the price. I feel like he was largely 5K last year. And, yes, he had a big, like, end of year to get him over the hump where, like, fantasy managers were probably, like, happy with what he did. Um, But 24 stolen bases, 24 home runs. With how, you know, fast of a start stolen base threats are this year – I'm okay getting to Simeon. Uh, two hits in the his five hits in his first three games, two multi-hit games, a home run, a stolen base. Like he's gotten off to a very hot start. Yeah. I'm perfectly fine getting to him. I mentioned 
earlier too when we were talking about the splits. This is a Kyle Bradish is a reverse splits guy, so um, righties are going to have an advantage against him. He limited lefties pretty well last year, so yeah. I, I'm okay getting to Simeon 5K. Mid-tier, mid-tier has two white hot pitch. Uh, or, well, Brendan Donovan won two homers already, 350, yep. 514. I love Andres Jimenez. I, I drafted him in yeah. a lot of leagues, a lot of best ball teams. Already got a homer and a stolen base on his ledger this year. Talking about matchup against Caprillion. Now, it's a big pitcher's park, obviously, being out in Oakland. Just miles and miles of foul territory there. But um, 4K for Jimenez, $4,100 for Brendan Donovan. I, I'm a big fan of those two plays. Yeah, I'm down to get to both, and uh, I mean, we can use uh, on Fanduel. There's multi-position eligibility. Do we have Donovan multi-position? Yeah, we can use third. both of them too. So, like, um, you can use both in either um, scenario. You know, I don't believe the Guardians tweet that Jimenez is the best second baseman in baseball. They tweeted that. I don't believe it, but um, you know, it's he's something. getting there. <laughs> he might get there. He's getting there. He did get the big contract, and he deserved it, and everything. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with both those guys. Cool. Uh, more guys down then as we move down the line. Uh, any value plays for you on the slate? Um, Jihuan Bay looked terrible over the weekend, but he's starting a second, has the split advantage over Cutter Crawford. Yep. Uh, I don't hate that. Um, the really Astros. Really the Ast- <laughs> David Hensley uh, looked really good. So far, he's hitting like fifth for the Astros, um, and he's incredibly cheap. I know he's only third. I think he's, uh, what is he on Fandle? He's only a shortstop on Fandle, but he has second and third eligibility on DraftKings. He already has a stolen base, hits in the middle of the lineup, has the righty-lefty split. And if you're playing Astros stacks, which I assume will be popular because like stacking against Matt Boyd has been a thing, Um, and just we know the Astros against lefties has been a thing as well. Obviously, no Altuve hurts that, but uh, I mean, look at the prices for these guys. Yeah, they're you can't afford Alvarez, Tucker, Bregman, Pena without without, without using someone like a David Hensley. Twenty two hundred right. is ridiculous, um, especially for a guy that has a lot of stolen base equity and is hitting in the middle of their lineup. Right. So, um, I kind of like Hensley quite a bit at twenty two hundred okay. uh, in the righty lefty sure. Uh, $2,300, Miguel Vargas, just $100. He has eight walks so far this season. He's just... That is insane. He was the guy that they told not to swing during spring training, right? Because he had the, the hand injury. Is that correct? Uh, maybe. But it seems that seems to check out if he's going to walk that many times. And another team that we're going to look to stack. Um, and another team that you can't afford without using someone like Miguel Vargas, right? Like, there's... You can't afford... Yeah, Not, so, so during, spring, during spring training, he had a fracture in his hand. So they were the Dodgers were setting him up to the plate just to get a feel for like being up there, but they told him not to swing. <laughs> um, and he's walked eight times so far this season. So he's still not swinging. But, uh, you know, that plate discipline that he learned by being up there, I guess, uh, got him to see pitches more and got to see what balls look like. He's two for five, three runs, eight walks. He hits at the bottom of the Dodgers lineup, but we talk all the time that wraparound stack. So, yep. um, eight walks is ridiculous for for, for, for uh, four games so far. So, yeah, I like both those stacks be, or both those guys because those two stacks are probably two of the more popular Correct. stacks. Um, I'll just I'm gonna try to while you're talking pull up the uh, yeah. 
implied run totals, but without looking, I assume Dodgers and uh, Astros are going to be, if not one and two, like two and three. Boston is one. So Boston implied total is one. Dodgers implied total two. Astros implied total three. Yeah, here he's he's played in all four games. He pinch hit uh, Sunday, uh, 0 for 0 with a walk on Sunday. He was one for two with two walks on Saturday. He was one for one with three walks on Friday. He was 0 for two with two walks on Thursday. So the guy has been an on base absolute machine uh, for for the Dodgers there. So uh, just... hopefully some hopefully some base hits come. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On base... you get two oh, points oh. per walk though. You know, right? Like yeah, great. Um, all right. Third base position, then we'll move on over. Usually, this is the uh, this is the tough. This third base and outfield generally the two hardest positions because of talent. Uh, honestly, you got Ramirez at six K, Devers fifty nine, Machado fifty eight, Riley fifty two, Bregman versus lefty at five K, Arenado's at forty nine hundred dollars. Then uh, for whatever reason, Yandy Diaz is forty five. Uh, but the top five guys there, um, I'm not sure there's one that I wouldn't play. Honestly, no, I think Devers is Devers is the chalk and then whoever's pivoting off of Devers, it's probably to Bregman. Devers hurt my soul yesterday. I, I, I did end up cashing in the baseball contest. I stacked Red Sox. Devers, I had an 8%. Bases loaded, pop out the first. Just Brutal. big set. Well, new day. New day. Uh, 392 Woba, 23 home runs against right, uh, oh, yeah. right-handed pitching. Oh, yeah. um, righties had a 1,000 OPS against Johanna Vito last year. Um he very very dominant against lefties. Uh, I'd like to see that sample, but um, I'd have I'd be hard pressed not to jam Devers into my lineup, especially seeing so the implied run totals: Boston five point two, Dodgers in second five point zero three. So like yeah, significantly I mean, more implied is, runs is not good. Well, no Pirates Pirates pitching Pirates sure Pirates pitching is not good, right? Exactly. Um, so like significantly more so. You know, I'd be hard pressed not to get to Devers, and I think it would be Devers, Bregman, Ramirez for me. But you're right; like I would play all of them. Yeah, uh, just checking up some BVP here on uh, our guy Jose Ramirez uh, versus. Capillion. I don't care about that. Not I don't much. Care about He's that. one for two at a homer versus Capillion, So Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. No, not much there. Um, all right, mid-tier guys. Then, if we are going in this range, uh, we talked Brendan Don- Donovan briefly. He's got multi-position eligibility, which is nice. Eugenio Suarez gets the lefty matchup at 4K. Talk about power there with him. Um, you know, DJ LeMay using the lineup for the Yankees, generally hitting at the top, so there's some value there. Uh, we got Evan Longoria gets a lefty. Do we still believe in the lefty versus matchup for Evan Longoria here? Um, it's gonna hit in the middle of the lineup. He's got a Longo Walker stack. I don't know if he's washed. I don't. I don't know if he's washed, but he's if he's not washed. I feel like last year we looked this up and he was still hitting lefties pretty well. Um, I'll I'll check it right now. I'm getting kid back to you there. Um, it it's fine. Uh, He was he two eighty two with an eight twelve OPS versus left handed pitching last year. Yeah, one ninety seven ISO. Interesting. He had more power against righties. 15 ISO against righties, 197 ISO against lefties. Yeah, I mean, he's that's fine. Um, I mean, this is, if anything, at this age in his career, he's just like a, a, a platoon specialist, even though he plays every day. Uh, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, I, I'm only saying it because of his price, right? Like, he's. Yeah, he's, it's fine. I don't have like a. He's only 2,400 on FanDuel, too, so 
That's a pretty good price tag. All right. Um, all right. Any other value guys down here for you? Um, Josh Young's been off to a good start. And by that, I mean he's homered. He's been on base all three games. He scored four runs. And, you know, again, righty, the righty-righty matchup for Kyle Bradish gave him problems last year. So I'd be okay going to Jung okay. um, in a in a Ranger stack. They are fourth in terms of implied total, too. So um, I don't know if people – I think most teams other than Red Sox, Dodgers, Astros are just going to be overlooked. I most of the ownership seemingly is going to come in on those three teams, so could get a low on Rangers stack here. All right, uh, let's go on over to shortstop then. Uh, Trey Turner, your top guy. We talked about that guy is just you know, can can break slates if he if he has the right yep. right game. Uh, Xander's gotten off to a pretty decent start in San Diego. Um, O'Neill Cruz, you know, ridiculous amount of power facing a really <laughs> bad pitcher here in, in Cutter Crawford. Um, you know, Bobby Witt, like we're, Jeremy Pena has got a lefty matchup for himself here. Um, where are we, uh, where are we keying in on, on shortstop? Yeah. I mean, Xander with the power, John, he, he leaves Boston home run in two straight games. Uh, he's already, he's already one fifth the way there of last year. I was, I was right? very unsure of taking him in FSGA best ball. I'm glad I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Wander has been straight up ridiculous i didn't get why people were sort of down on him we wrote the debate article on wonder franco and posted on reddit and some people were like well you know he has all that hype he hasn't shown it yet i'm like dude, he's 21 22 and he's him, been hurt any yeah he was give, like give hurt him, give him some year. time man give him some time well three straight multi-hit games start the year uh including stolen base on sunday he has 20 or more vandal points in all three of those games um only 4700 <laughs> I don't love the O'Neill Cruz fifty three hundred price, but I get it. Uh, it's I think it's kind of similar to like talking about a Marcus Simeon, where there's power and there's speed upside. So yeah. like you just have to price them that way, just because they are slate breaking upside players. So I'm okay getting to Cruz. He's actually been good starting, like yeah. not just hitting for power. He's been it. He's hitting all three of his games. Jeremy Pena, I expect to have quite a bit of ownership. He's already stolen a couple bases this year. Um, I'd like to see Witt. if our guy Mateo gets in the lineup because he has been a menace dude, on the base paths. Dude, oh my goodness! So he's hurt, actually. Yeah, yeah. So he, but it's a hand. So like, I want to see if he's uh, four stolen bases in, in two games. Yeah. Huh? Is he gonna? If he plays with the new rules, the new bases, if he plays 100, 100 and He might lead the league games, in stolen bases, yeah. He's going to have 70 stolen The only thing keeping him from leading the league in stolen bases is his ability to get on base. That's <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Um, but his, his, his job light. hitting ninth for Baltimore is to steal first. Excuse us, steal yeah. second, rather. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, for sure. And then Volpe's still under 3K, which is a, a criminal. So Dude, he has... He is so good. And he's still he stealing bases too every time he gets on. So Yeah, he's one of the the Yankees broadcast had it yesterday. He's one of five players in MLB history or it's like since nineteen hundred to steal a base in their first three games. Yeah. As I, I keep in, putting him in my lineup because he hits ninth for the Yankees and he gets he walks, he steals a base and he scores on judge home run. It's basically what it's basically <laughs> what happened. So um yeah, I liked him at under twenty nine hundred uh, under three K again for some value. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's either very top heavy or I'm going with Teo and, 
and Volpe for me down here. Anybody else for you? Yeah, I would play Nick Ahmed against the lefty. Yeah, he's that's just, fair. He hits lefties. Um, it's hilarious that they bat him over Carroll and, uh, and McCarthy, yeah. but, you know, that's fine. <laughs> Um, they'll, and then How on old fan, is Nick Amen now? That guy feels like he's been in the league forever. He has been. Uh, I'm going to say he's like probably mid-30s. 33. Uh, he's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's from Massachusetts. Um, Look at that. Didn't even know. Uh, <laughs> shout out Nick Ahmed. Um, I mentioned it. Hensley is a FanDuel shortstop only. Sure. So okay. that I would, I would play him on FanDuel. All right, go to the outfielders. Uh, Aaron Judge, $6,400. You know, no reason not to tell. This is like, you know, again, we do NBA podcasts. Like, they're going to tell you not to play Luka or Giannis or Jokic. If you want to spend up for him, go for it. The thing is, like, there are times where people won't spend up for Aaron Judge. Like, I got him for, like, 8% on opening day. They Everybody played Acuna. I played Judge. Judge homers, right? Like, it's I actually played both, but I mean Judge still homered there, right? So, right. Um, on certain slates, when there's a lot of top price guys or great matchups, Judge actually does sometimes go undervalued. I don't know if today's a day because we're looking at a lot of mid-tier pitching, but um, again, you want to play Judge? Go for it. Otani, Acuna, Betts, Trout, like all those guys, perfectly fine. Spend up for them. No one's going to sit here and blink an eye at you. I don't know what the ownership's going to be on Judge today. I don't know. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like I, I, because Mookie feels like he could be really popular in a Dodger stack just given the matchup and given the implied total for the Dodgers and like likely they're going to come in as one of the higher owned stacks of the day. You're, we know Jordan hits lefties just as well as he hits righties. And Jordan is off to an absolutely ridiculous start as well. <laughs> Coming off three hits on Sunday or the last time they played Saturday, I think they were off on Sunday. Um, Kyle Tucker has also been pretty ridiculous and we know he can steal bases as well. I, I got, some, I got some projected uh, roster ship here. If you're, uh, if you're interested, yeah, yeah, send it. Let's let's hear the outfields. Let's hear the top outfielders. If you have it by like price, sorted by price or anything. Yep. Um. Let's see here. Um. Sorted by. You want it by price or by ownership? Yeah, we could do. Well, yeah, we could do by ownership. That's fine. I was just thinking because we're talking about the top tier, who's going to be the projected highest owner? Sure. Um, see, guy. you're not wrong. Mookie Betts is currently sitting here at fifteen percent. Okay. Um, you know, none of these guys are overly crazy Popular. high. Uh, Jordan at 13, uh, is your, is your next guy. They got Aaron judge at 10%, uh, mm-hmm. Aaron judge and Ronald Cunha at 10%. It doesn't surprise me just like given the way that baseball ownership kind of correlates to like stacks, right? It's yeah. just like, not often are you playing, like you're obviously can anytime play any of these guys as one-offs, but you're, if you're playing a Dodger stack today, it's like, okay, I want Mookie Betts in my stack. How do I make yeah. that happen? $2,300 Kyle Lewis at 13%, by the way. Because he's going to – because they're projecting him to lead off. Yeah, yeah that, that that's that's a that's a leadoff projection. We've seen it. And he, and he had a home run. I think he's already home run. He's already, like, in that Dodgers game that Dustin May threw a gem in. Yeah. Uh, he had his lead blown by Kyle Lewis through a home run, I think. Yeah um hunter brown as we expected 32 percent. so yeah i bet you it's mostly the mid-tier guys right that are projecting um it's it's hot without giving all the information away in top three are brown cortez and kirby interesting okay so cortez people just naturally gravitating to high price yeah. guys so you go because... you have nestor and then it's either nestor brown or nestor kirby so right 
Well, I think the way, and we're going to get to it in, after we finish the outfield, if we're going to pay for any of these guys, like especially if we're going to get an Astro stack or a Dodger stack, it's going to have to exclude Nestor Cortez. That's just my personal opinion. I don't know. And we do have like good value in Volpe, and we do have good value in Hensley and um, Vargas and all that, but like, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it plays out. But no no surprise hearing Mookie Betts um, and Jordan as the top two right. priced out. Yeah, and Jordan get the lefty, but he actually hit lefties. Uh, crushes. He crushes lefties. Handled them pretty well last year, so yeah, not, not an issue there. Um, you know, Julio, Julio Rodriguez, a uh, really good game yesterday. Um, you know, he gets the, he gets the matchup there for him against Detmers. Um, you know who's back, John? Said Mull. I was going to say, Cedric Mullins, yeah, had a really good game yesterday. Homer. All the way back. He homer back-to-back? Back well, he back was days. dealing with, what was it, uh, diverculitis last year? No, he had, what did he have? Yeah, he posted, I remember he posted that, uh, he was did that the what he was article. I forget what he was dealing with, but he, he posted the article in the Tribune. Yeah. He did the art. He did the Players Tribune article, and he's casually followed it up with. Uh, Crohn, he had back- Crohn's disease. Is what he's dealing with. Back to back home run, three RBI, multi hit games, and he has three stolen bases in three games. Yeah. Like, dude, he was the best fantasy asset two years ago. Yep. If you had Cedric Mullins, that was the you best draft pick. Waivers, right? I league. think. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what. The how I had him, but I had him. <laughs> I think it was waivers because nobody was drafting Cedric Mullins, but um, he was the best fantasy player in all of, all of like that was the best player to own last year. Massive disappointment. Dude, this ba- year, Baltimore is like taking full advantage of the new rules. They are yep. running at, at will. Yep, as they should. As they should. They also, have guys, they could, have... could be an indicator of the Red Sox pitching staff having no ability to <laughs> pull guys on base given this the new is... rules as well. So. This is, this is true. Something to watch out for there. Um, Stanton homered again. He's always a home runner bust GPP play if you want to go there. Um, you know, uh, the rest of these mid tier guys are just like, are you stacking this team or not stacking this team, right? Yep. Yoshida's has looked really good for Boston since starting. If you want to go him at 46, like I think you can. Yeah, and a mid tier Verdugo leading off for Boston has looked really good. Um, you know, again, if Boston had the highest implied run total. You have their two top of the order inf- outfielders hitting in the, the mid four K range there. So like, uh, if you want to go there, sure, that's fine. Doesn't look like Boston's honestly expected to be highly rostered today. That's given cool. The, so should be interesting. That's good because they have the highest implied run total. Right. In the highest uh, run implied game, um, we didn't mention Kike. At he's shortstop only on DraftKings thirty five hundred dollars. He's been off to a pretty good start. Yeah, he's hitting I, ninth, which is weird. But again, wraparound, I guess, so it doesn't totally matter. Um, and I, well, I just, I like the righties better. The the splits against Oviedo are righty dominant, and sure. that Adam Duvall thirty seven. I'm not saying we can't play lefties. I'm just saying, like, I love Devers, so yeah. you know, who am I to say, um, no to Yoshida or Verdugo? But obviously Duvall too. Like, yep. Oh, uh, dude, Duvall, Duvall, unbelievable, right? And they only have Duvall. Roster ship at nine percent. So and he's, and he's thirty seven hundred. Um. So like, if you were, if you wanted to save some salary off of Yoshida, um, or Verdugo. Yep. I mean, Duvall has more upside than probably both them if he's. Kwan is actually up there in highest rostered outfielders as well. That is interesting, but again, he's an on base freak, doesn't strike out, and 
although he doesn't have any stolen bases yet this year, he is going to run when he gets up. Right. So I mean, it that's a what is his what is his price on DraftKings? He's thirty five hundred on he's thirty eight hundred. That's a that's a good price. Yep. Um, any other value outfielders down here? There's there's obviously a billion outfielders. We can't discuss all of them. So um, I like Lourdes forty one. We mentioned Duval thirty seven is a great yeah, price. Lourdes versus Lefty is a good call. Um, Chaz McCormick had a big day yesterday, didn't he? Chaz McCormick did have a big day, and he he hits lefties really well. Um, he's really, really stolen bases in two games too for McCormick. So another guy that's just gonna go. And another just good value for um. So la- last year against lefties, John. Yeah. Chad McCormick, three forty average, four ten woba, five home runs and a hundred at bats. Pretty good, pretty good size sample against lefties. Uh, Jordan, by the way, four thirty three woba against lefties. In case anyone's yeah. worried. So, so if you're uh, stacking up Houston, it's because you have Chad McCormick in your lineup at three k. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is good Houston value. McCormick, Hensley. Then you could play like any of the two top guys. Like if you wanted to play Bregman Jordan, if you wanted to play Jordan Tucker, you want to play Jordan Pena, like you could play any of these guys. Yeah. Um, so that's a good call. Trace Thompson, obviously the triple home run upside. We saw knock. Is he going to do it again? No, but Kenny, obviously it's in the bag. Jordan Walker was um, $2,500 hits in three games. Jordan Walker is a good play. Um, I can't play Corbin Carroll at, yeah, but we mentioned Kyle that. Lewis already, twenty three hundred. I mean, you can, I guess you can play Carroll. He had three stolen bases in one game. Like that's obviously that's obviously something if you wanted to play that. Right. Yep. Robbie Grossman off to a, a big start. He's facing a lefty for or Texas? No? no, he's not. But um, reverse splits you mentioned. So. Reverse. Well, he's he is a switch hitter, so he'll be hitting from the left side. True. Um, all right. Um, anybody else here? I don't think so. I know. I mean, Brad Miller also. Like Texas yeah, has Brad some Miller, really. Yeah. Texas has some like really appealing, really appealing pieces. But I just I don't know if I favor them over the Boston's or Astros or. All right. Of the world. All right. Let's build the lineup then. We're going to pitching. Uh, we both like Hunter Brown, so we'll throw that in there. But what's our next go? Are you buy, are you buying the rot? Do you want to play the roster ship with Cortez? Um, no, no. Okay. I kind of I don't want to spend up. I I kind of wanted to stay in the mid range Rasmussen Kirby Plesac. Like especially when we're playing GPPs. I don't think we need to play the roster ship. Like that's the, we're building a GPP lineup. If we were building a cash lineup, I'm okay going to Nestor. But like I don't have the desire to spend 97 on Nestor when we have Rasmussen against a dead Washington team. We have Kirby against a team that does struggle at times. I know they had a million runs on Saturday. I'm good, I'm and good then, with going with Rasmussen here. That's fine. He yeah, has, I, he has I, more strikeout upside than Plesak, so. Yep. Um, Go Rasmussen. I and think, you, you definitely need strikeouts on, on DraftKings because they, they nickel and dime you for everything else, so. Yeah. Um, all right, Brown and Rasmussen catcher position here. Uh, did we want to go Moreno at twenty five, or did we want to spend up? Um, I mean, I don't know if we need to. I, I guess it depends on like the direction we're gonna go because we have the cheap Astros guys, we have Volpe. Like, I'd be perfectly fine getting to WD forty or Rutschman if we felt 
like we had enough value elsewhere because I, I don't think we're losing out on the rest of the position by playing any of those guys, but I'm also fine with using Moreno as well. I, I, I don't, it's totally up to you. I think there's enough value elsewhere that we don't have to automatically punt catcher, but I'm also good with Moreno because Moreno's a beast. Right. Moreno's 2,500 would give us 4,500 a player. Smith would give us 4,200 a player. So. I mean, it's not really big of a difference for me okay. that if we just went Smith, we could. Are we st- so we're stacking Dodgers then? Is that the play? I mean, Vargas, what's Vargas's price? You know, like that, yeah. another value that we can. Yeah, Vargas was 2,300. 2, so. And then we use Mookie in the outfield. 4,200 a player. You wanted Freeman? We could. We so could. Freeman's 57. We'll play Duvall. Uh, we, I mean, either we have three different Astro values. We have um, Hensley or McCormick. So two different specifically, Hensley or McCormick, probably. All right. Well, yeah. We, let's go McCormick. All right. That gives us a fifty-eight hundred dollar third baseman. That's like off of <laughs> off of Devers. That sucks. Yeah, we can go. Um, play, I mean, we can go please sack if you want and get and get Devers. No, let's keep Rasmussen. Okay. Machado, Riley, Bregman. Go go Bregman with McCormick. Yeah, that's fine. That's a good one. All right, eight hundred dollars left over. Anything you want to change? I got Brown, Rasmussen, Will Smith, Freddie Freeman, Miguel Vargas. Bregman, Volpe, Betts, Duvall, and McCormick. Um, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, the Volpe price is still just too cheap for what he's bringing to the table. Yeah, so. I agree with you. I mean, 3700 would be the next shortstop. That's not anybody really there. Yeah, not um, We like Duvall, but obviously he'd be a $4,500 outfielder, which would be... Hmm. Nothing really. Well, Lourdes, Lourdes, forty. It'd probably be Duvall or Lourdes would probably be yeah. like Lourdes forty one hitting the middle of their lineup or Duvall with double down yeah, upside. Probably which, went Duvall just because the you said the Red Sox are the highest yeah, implied run total, right? Yeah, so, highest implied run total. That's why I was like a little like, ooh, one hundred off Devers, kind of stinks. Yeah. But. Um, if we wanted to go the ownership there, we mentioned um, Quan's thirty eight. Um, Quan over McCormick. No. We like McCormick, obviously, but I'm just mentioning like. No. no, I don't want to go ownership. Okay, all right. Well, then that's it. Then that's what our lineup is. Uh, home run call, James. Um, home run call. Um, I'll go Adam Duvall. Oh, you stole it from me. That's who I want to go. Uh, I'll go Devers. I'll go Devers then. Okay. Well, you mean Duvall. We can we can both go Duvall. That's we'll, fine. We'll double. We'll double. We'll double. Uh, call the socks. Okay. Runs. That works for me. All right, guys. That is today's podcast. We'll be back for Tuesday slate. If you have any questions, we'll be in the Discord. Good luck. We'll talk to you later.